0: hello there this is the keeping the triangle in tune podcast i'm your host Lex headley coming out of chapel hill and the triangle of north carolina and i'm here to keep you in tune today with a nutritional question asked by jean mckinney also from the triangle of north carolina and she asked A senior, and senior is in quotation, friend of mine told me that her arthritis does not bother her as long as she avoids eating nightshades. Also in quotations, what are nightshades and what is the connection between these foods and arthritic pain? Well, this is a really great question. Um, It seems to be quite a buzzy topic right now. This advice, avoiding nightshades to prevent arthritic pain, has a pretty long history. During my research over the past month, I found the practice of avoiding nightshades listed in one article going back to the 1980s. Avoiding nightshades to help arthritis back then was categorized as an unconventional dietary alteration, according to this paper, and it still is rather unconventional, though it is quite mainstream in the holistic health world today. The primary reason people are told to avoid nightshades is because nightshades all contain a toxic substance called solanine. Solanine is a glycoside, a cyanide-like compound of the alkaloid solanidine. So yes, it's poisonous. It is found in small amounts in potatoes, sweet peppers, chili peppers, tomatoes, goji berries, okra, and eggplants. It is found in larger amounts, and sometimes toxic amounts, in sprouted potatoes, and especially green potatoes. Everyone has had a green potato chip at some point in their life, and that is an example of a food with a higher solanine content, and I'm sure you've survived. Some nightshades are very poisonous, of course, and civilizations have learned over the centuries to avoid them for that reason. Belladonna, as featured in Macbeth, is the most famous one. So, knowing the familial connection of the plants, tomatoes used to be called poison apples in Europe and were considered a poisonous nightshade until about the 16th century. But solanine is not actually toxic until the levels reach about 200 to 400 milligrams for an adult human. For children, it's about 20 to 40 milligrams. To put those numbers in a better perspective, imagine a small potato, one that should equal 100 grams. A small potato containing 20 milligrams of solanine would reach the upper acceptable limit for an adult. The upper acceptable limit is well below the toxic level, which was 200 to 400 milligrams, so you would need to eat quite a bit of this potato um, that I just described to you containing 20 milligrams of solanine in order for it to be toxic, actually poisonous to you. It is then that you may experience gastrointestinal disturbance and neurological impairment, unfortunately. So those foods actually taste bitter, They produce a sort of burning sensation in the mouth. You know when you're eating potato that isn't good for you. The average potato, however, contains less than 5 milligrams per kilogram. A small fraction, a very small fraction of the established upper limit. So back to the connection to arthritis, there is one theory of why one should avoid nightshade foods which is that they promote extra calcium deposits inside the joints. The calcium there may cause more wear and tear on those areas and yes, more pain. That's just a theory. Another is that some people are more sensitive to solanine than others, much like how some people are very allergic to poison ivy and some are not at all. Unfortunately, that is the most gravitas I can offer in support of avoiding nightshades just a couple of theories, there simply is no peer-reviewed literature that supports avoiding nightshades as a method of alleviation for arthritic symptoms. There's nothing. All of the research I read stated this, and in fact stressed that avoiding potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, or peppers is a nutritional mistake. They are way more helpful to you than they are harmful. Even if you seriously suspect your arthritis is nightshade sensitive, it is very difficult to prove. Typically, one would recommend doing an elimination diet to reveal a true sensitivity of something in your diet. But the nature of arthritis makes this impossible. Arthritis can flare and subside erratically. So there is no dependable means of pinpointing whether or not something in your diet is causing arthritic flares. All the literature I have found on this topic clearly states that no scientific research in humans has concluded yet that avoiding nightshades is helpful in fighting arthritis. So, Jean, as the research stands, I cannot recommend the diet of your friend to others, though I'm glad her arthritis is improved. More research needs to be done on that diet. In the meantime. Some research has suggested that including any of these items might help your arthritis instead. Curcumin, ginger, avocado, soybean oil, fish oil, and vitamin D supplements. That is in addition to maintaining a healthy body weight and exercising regularly. So thank you so much, Jean, for sending me that excellent question. The topic of nightshade dietary avoidance has become very popular of late, and I know there are a lot of people out there who are wondering about the research behind the discussion. Keep in tune, everyone. I'll be here again next month, and be sure to submit your own nutrition question on keepingthetriangleintune.com.